Roswell Park Cancer Institute is dedicated to providing cancer patients, survivors, and family members inspirational stories, wellness tips, and the latest cancer news. Here's another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk with Bill Klaproth. Many people are living longer after a cancer diagnosis, which means doctors are careful in treating the cancer without harming the heart. Here to talk with us about the cardiologist's role in cancer care is Dr. Ted Spangenthal, Clinical Chief of Cardiology at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Spangenthal, thanks for your time. So what is the role of heart health in the field of cancer? Well, um, thank you so much um, for having me. My role primarily uh, at Roswell Park is to help the cancer patients who have heart disease um, get through their cancer treatments Um, and alternatively also to, um, you know, help um, patients who have had a heart problem and have survived their heart problem and essentially have lived long enough to unfortunately have developed cancer. Um, we, we do have a screening clinic um, at Roswell Park, and we do some prevention, but uh, my role is primarily in taking care of patients who have already established both medical problems. And how do you do that? What is your main form of treating that patient then? Well, it's interesting. Um, I first started out doing this several years ago um, when I was asked for my cardiology practice to provide cardiology services at Roswell. Um, and it was rather primitive then. Um, since that time, there's been a great deal of interest and some research done in the area. Um, and now there's actually a separate field that's recognized by the American College of Cardiology called cardio-oncology. And um, my role is um, multi- multiple. There are many things that I do. Um, one of the most important things is um, I help people uh, get through their chemotherapy treatments. Sometimes patients will start out with a heart problem and we will have to help tailor their chemotherapy treatments based on that. And other times their treatments, which could be chemotherapy or radiation therapy or immunotherapy, can cause problems with their heart, in which case we then have to screen them very carefully and properly and then sometimes tailor their treatments, sometimes stopping treatments, sometimes adjusting it, sometimes switching to something else. So for the person with heart disease, then, how do you help them get through the chemotherapy treatment? If a patient has established heart disease, uh, that can be very important for us, especially if we're trying to get them through cancer uh, surgical therapy, in which case we may need to do some cardiac testing on them or sometimes even perform procedures such as angiography, coronary stenting, or in rare cases, even surgery to optimize their cardiac condition uh, in order to get them through their therapies. If they start out by having uh, a problem such as a reduced ejection fraction or the pump action of the left ventricle, that would then limit what types of therapies they can receive. There are certain chemotherapies uh, that can cause that problem as a side effect of therapy, and we would need to be very careful with that person to not give them the wrong chemotherapy or too much of a toxic chemotherapy because then they could run into trouble. But we always try to optimize them first so that we can get them the best possible therapy. So the optimization of chemotherapy then, that's very interesting. So then on the other side, how do you minimize or manage or reduce the side effects of chemotherapy for the person that doesn't have heart disease? Is it the same kind of testing? 
Well, in that circumstance, uh, the approach is almost the opposite. So we're now starting with someone who has a healthy heart, um, and we need to make sure that we don't cause um, significant damage to their heart or something that might uh, cause them to have a side effect that could be life-altering. So in that circumstance, we have protocols in place where we monitor them with things such as echocardiography, looking at the pump action of the heart. Uh, that's the most established way of following patients. But there are some new areas um, that are targets of research, including diastolic function of the heart, something that we call um, strain imaging of the heart. And we can also follow markers in the bloodstream from blood tests, things such as troponin, uh, B and uh, peptide, beta-natriuretic peptide, um, and if we find changes in these parameters, particularly if we find that somebody's LV ejection fraction is falling because of their chemotherapy, we will then adjust their therapy by either holding doses, changing the timing of administration, choosing a different agent. Um, and in some circumstances, there are, are agents where the loss of pump action is felt to be temporary, and we hold for a period of time, then we reassess, and when their pump action returns to normal, we are then able to re-challenge them with that agent. So as your role as clinical chief of cardiology at Roswell Park Cancer Institute, what are your other duties there? Um, well, there's many. Um, we're uh, involved in some research trials, um, and I, I've recently um, increased my time at Roswell Park to three-quarters time. And when I did that and uh, uh, achieved the role of chief of cardiology services, I've been asked to um, also participate in clinical research trials uh, where we look at different uh, chemotherapy treatments on different types of cancer. And many of the newer agents, um, especially immunotherapies and something called checkpoint inhibitors, um, have been shown in some cases to cause uh, damage to the heart, particularly a condition called myocarditis. And the feeling is that this is rare, but the clinical experience, um, as is often the case after uh, chemotherapy and other drugs come to market, is that the frequency of these side effects is actually probably more common than we know. Um, so I'm involved as co-investigator in several trials looking at chemotherapy agents. Um, in addition to this, um, I'm currently the chairman of the Anticoagulation Management Committee at Roswell Park. Um, and uh, as a cardiologist, I frequently have to help people manage their anticoagulation therapies, either because they've had a complication from their cancer, such as a blood clot in their leg or in their lungs, or more commonly because they um, present already having an indication for the blood thinner or the anticoagulant, such as atrial fibrillation, which is an irregular heart rhythm, or the presence of a mechanical heart valve. Uh, we're starting a survivorship clinic. That's something else that I've been involved in, which is essentially seeing patients who have survived their cancer treatments, particularly pediatric survivors of cancer who are now adults, uh, survivors of bone marrow transplantation, survivors of radiation therapy, because especially radiation therapy can have an impact on the heart. Many months or even years after the treatment, um, and people who were treated with large doses of radiation to the chest, such as uh, for lymphoma, 
uh, can have problems in their heart decades later, including problems with pump function, problems with the conduction system and arrhythmias, and especially problems with valvular heart disease. We have several patients who have had to have their valves replaced surgically because they became dysfunctional many years after the radiation treatments. And Dr. Spangenthal, since February is Heart Month, can you share some tips for heart health with us? Certainly. One of the conversations that I commonly have with my cancer patients is that it is never too late to quit smoking. There have been um, several research studies that show that uh, patients with cancer have better health and survive longer if they quit smoking. So it's very important not to say, well, I've developed cancer, so what's the difference? Why, why bother? I strongly encourage all of my patients in both um, my clinical practice and at Roswell Park that they should quit smoking as soon as possible and completely. And also, of course, when you're undergoing cancer treatments, it's extremely important to follow a heart-healthy diet, uh, rich in fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Uh, it's very important to have proper sleeping habits, to avoid excessive caffeine and alcohol, and to try to stay as physically active as possible. So if I have a young patient who's in good physical condition and is receiving some form of cancer therapy and they're still able to run or exercise, I strongly encourage them to do that. But even in patients who have received radiation and chemotherapy and have had their physical conditioning knocked down, I just ask them, do whatever you can. If you can get up and walk. If you can go out of the house and do something, go grocery shopping, try to stay active, try to keep your strength up, just like I would ask anybody uh, who's in a cardiology practice. And Dr. Spangenthal, I appreciate your time today. If you could tell us, why should someone choose Roswell Park Cancer Institute for their heart health needs? Uh, Well, uh, I'm the only cardiologist in Western New York who specializes in the, the field of oncocardiology. And we're the only dedicated um, cardiac center associated with cancer care. But, of course, I I also am biased, and I feel that we have the uh, most experienced oncologists and oncologic surgeons who have been working in association with me for many years, um, even going on decades for some of them. And uh, they are more in tune with the problems that can occur with the heart, with uh, treatments for Uh, cancer, and uh, they all work very closely with me, and uh, we work together to come up with the best plan for our patients, whether uh, they come in with established heart disease or whether they unfortunately develop some trouble with their heart during their therapy. So that coordination of care then, very paramount at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Spangenthal, thank you again for your time. For more information, visit roswellpark.org. That's roswellpark.org. You're listening to Roswell Cancer Talk with Roswell Park Cancer Institute. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.